0: of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? Not just bikes. We also make a rower. Have you ever tried to row? Too hard. Not with Form Assist. It actually teaches you how to row. So it doesn't matter if you're a first-time rower or a seasoned pro. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial.
1: Hey, hey.
2: My name's Sam Shansky and I'm happy to be here today with Levi Parham, who just performed here at the Diddy TV Studios, an excellent little set there. Really enjoy with
3: that. Thank you.
2: Yeah, man. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Not bad, not bad. You know, if I complained, I don't think it would be on here on TV in front of all these people, (laughs) but you know, I'm doing well. Thank you. Let me allow me yes. to complain. Tell me your latest complaint. So many complaints. <laughs> so many.
3: Actually, I'm not complaining about the snow. I really. I was kind of excited to see that. Everybody was like driving all crazy yeah. getting in here, but I was like, "Yay, snow!" So you're a cold cool. weather fan. I know. I'm. I mean, I'm a seasons fan. Yeah, you like. Seasons. I like seasons, but all four of them. Yes, and when we don't have it in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. It's like just pick a day. It could be like 81 day and then 20 the next. Like no one knows what's going to happen.
2: Yeah. So. so you're still in Oklahoma. What keeps you there? Um cuz you're from there, right? Yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. It
3: It's kind of a twisted question because it I I want to leave so often. Yeah. So often I'm like, I'm done. I want to go somewhere else. But, you know, my family's there and um it, there's something drawing me back home. Like uh it's just you know something in the water that the minute you get away from it you're just you're like you kind of miss it and then you get there and you get fed up with it again and you know mu- you know with the music scene Oklahoma's great i mean it actually i see it like only improving over the next like 5 years mm-hmm. you know Tulsa's awesome even Oklahoma City has got a tremendous music scene a jazz scene like cool. that i didn't even know about yeah and um so yeah i mean it's it's nice being in Oklahoma and it's cheap Oklahoma is pretty cheap to yeah. live,
2: so it's very active. There's a lot of up and coming, yeah. emerging artists. Yeah, a lot of artists. Um, Who are you excited about right now? Who's something you, someone you've been listening to?
3: Oh man, uh, this girl, Ken Pomeroy. Okay, never um, heard of. She's from Norman, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. She's like 15 years old. Cool. And um, her parents are just killer people, and they've just been putting her out there. And and she wrote and produced this. Really cool record that she just put out on Horton Records out of Tulsa. And, um, yeah, that's exciting to see someone that young, that talented, mm-hmm. and so focused, you know. That's always exciting to see. And then just all my buds. I mean, the whole Tulsa crew, Jesse Acock Paul Benjamin, always excited about yeah. whatever's going on with Paul. So, uh, yeah, it's good.
2: Are you on Horton Records?
3: I did. I put one record out with with Horton I put my last record out with them mostly because um it was such a Tulsa based project you know Mm -hmm. I mean we went down to Muscle Shoals to record it or whatever but um everybody involved was all Tulsa people and and um so it just felt right to to release it with Horton and Horton has been a lot of help in my career and and a bunch of other people without even releasing records. I mean, he's just super helpful with shows and introducing to people. Yeah. um, It's a really cool community to be a part of. It's what is Tulsa like? I haven't been there. Um, it's man, it's fun. It's, it's like, it's, it's probably a lot like Memphis in a lot of ways. I mean, the culture is pretty laid back. People are, Um, hip to what's going on but then they're not super pretentious about it you Mm know Uh, they're pretty laid back and kind of the Oklahoma vibe you know but there's a lot of cool stuff I mean they just put in this like big park called the Gathering Place which is like one of the biggest private parks projects in like US history or something um, don't quote me on that I don't want to be called out for fake news but (laughs) 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 but uh (laughs) But yeah, it's really cool. My girlfriend and I we just went like a couple days ago to check it out, and it's like unbelievable what they've done with this park. Um, And you know, just that alone, and and, you know, the Woody Guthrie Center, um, the 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 Bob Dylan archive is coming in pretty soon. So there's a lot of like focus on on the arts and culture in Tulsa, and it's it's you know it's interesting to see what will happen. In the next couple of years, it's going to be a completely different town. Right now, it's pretty laid back,
2: but we'll we'll see what happens. A lot of change happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, your family and a girlfriend. So you've yeah. got you've got roots in o- in Oklahoma. I mean, you've I do. Yeah. Grown up there and been there, but you managed to get out on the road and tour around quite a bit.
3: Yeah, I do. Um, I've been going overseas a lot. Um, I actually haven't done a U.S. tour. In about a year Mm -hmm. or more, and even last year I I only did a couple, and so I'm I'm hoping next year to to start breaking out a little more and um and to tour the U.S. a little a little bit more. Um, But it's been good going overseas and 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 having an audience, and that's always that always feels nice.
2: Where's some of your best reception?
3: Netherlands is always, I mean, Netherlands is just a, they're a big consumer of Americana music. Mm -hmm. They love everything that you guys put out. Um, Just, they're just, their attention is really focused on, on what we got going on. And um, so Netherlands is really great for, for everybody in Americana. Um, But then, you know, I just got back from Sweden, which was really cool and, uh, and easy. It was like being in the States, you know, and like, everybody speaks English and, yeah. The roads are easy to get around and um but yeah, it's 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 cool. It's been it's been really cool. The reception is really great for, for pretty much all Americana acts that go over there.
2: I've heard that, yeah. That seems to be the the norm somehow. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. What about in the United States? Do you find good reception or is it kinda like those you know the struggling singer-songwriter story or Yeah,
3: it's a little bit. It's a little bit more. I mean, there's just more going on yeah. in the vein of what we do. I mean, that's the thing about going over there is your niche market, your smaller market. So there's more a focus on the people who like it are really into it. And yeah. so here in the States, it's a little bit more of a mixed bag. People are into a lot of things. And so it's sometimes hard to get people's attention or kind of figure out where you fit the best, but um but at the same time, everybody's always really great and receptive. And, and I get to live in this bubble, this like music bubble, you know, all the crap that people go on about, you know, the div- division and, and hate on both sides and all this and stuff. It's like, I don't ever get to see that. I just get to see people enjoying music, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere I go. And so um, it's kind of cool. But, you know, it, it, it's it's hit or miss. I mean, the South has always been really good to me. The Midwest is great. Um, but even you know, my my daughter actually lives in Olympia, Washington. So okay. I so I spend a lot of time in 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 Washington. You do, and um and you know, hang out in Seattle and Olympia and go to Portland. And so, do and you actually, write
2: music when you're out there?
3: Yeah, I do. Actually, I'll be there uh, the month of January. I'll be there the whole month, doing just that, yeah. playing a few gigs, and just hanging out with my daughter and and writing. It's beautiful.
2: Do you think that it affects your songwriting? It probably has. In a sort of mellow way or something. Yeah, lately, yeah, I think so. I see that a lot with sort of the Pacific Northwest songwriter. Um, It seems to draw out some sort of melancholia, you know, like...
3: Yeah, there's something in in the air there. Yeah. To me, it's peaceful. I mean, I think for a lot of people, like, they they think of it as dreary. But to me, it's peaceful. Um, But, you know, I, I tend to latch on to a project Like, I'll imagine a project, and then I'll start writing towards that. Mm -hmm. And so I already kind of had in mind, after doing It's All Good, my last record, which has just been out for, like, four months. Mm -hmm. So I'm already talking about a new one, but it's only been out for four months. But um, with that record, it was real rock and roll, you know, Uh tons of guitar and and lots going on. And so I already made the decision that I wanted to scale it back on the next one and do really sort of heart-driven, lyric-driven um, kind of minimal songs and so th- the last um, six months eight months or so I've been writing a lot in that vein and like you know the songs I played here today were uh, the majority of them were pretty somber mm-hmm. and um, yeah so that's kind of that came out of of the idea for the project more than than the environment. I kind of will focus on that and then the environment kind of creates itself you that know makes sense yeah
2: are your fans and followers able to make that leap with you you think i hope so styles
3: yeah and it's, luckily i don't have that many fans so oh man come on <laughs> <laughs> well no it's i mean i hope so i hope that i think that the people who um there's i can't get away from being me yeah you know and so i think that people who maybe listen to my music and and are into it they're gonna still hear me in the next album, so I don't think it'll be too far of a of a leap for them. And and, and I I've got a few songs that will still be the same mm-hmm. kind of grooving, kind of bluesy yeah, tunes, you yeah. know. So I, I can't that. like I can't get away from it.
2: So tell me a little bit about "It's All Good." That was re- that was the one you recorded yeah. in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Yeah. How was that experience working down there? Man. Who did you work with, and and sort of what was it like to collaborate with so many people? being in the singer songwriter style you don't usually necessarily work with that many people so I'd like to hear yeah. about that.
3: Well it was it was really cool getting I mean basically everyone in the band was an artist. Mm-hmm. Every one of the guitar players were artists in their own right had their own careers even the drummer has his own career <laughs> and um, so it was really nice getting that I felt like it was like a room full of experts and I felt like the weakest links which, which is really where I like to be. Mm-hmm. I like to feel like I'm not the smartest guy in the room, and luckily, I'm usually not. <laughs> and uh, so, it was really cool getting that many guys and girls together that that um that kind of knew what they were doing and had strong opinions about things, and yet they they none of them were overbearing. You know, they're very um, cordial and and cooperative, and so you know ideas came out really really fluidly and and easily and we all produced it you know together and um, I kind of had some ideas about things but there was a lot of give and take and um, as far as being in Muscle Shoals that was kind of a trip but we were all so focused on what we were doing that it that that kind of went away immediately yeah you know we walk in and you're like wow this is Muscle Shoals all right let's get to work yeah it could have been anywhere kind of yeah I mean it it definitely had the vibes and you could feel it like when you were doing a tune you were like this is where we're at right now um but but we were definitely we had our hard hats on we were working you know and where were you at we were in um a place called um the studio was called Portside Sound okay which is hu- which is housed in um uh, a place called Cypress Moon right which used to be <laughs> follow me here uh used to be uh, the second home of Muscle Shoals Sound. So Muscle Shoals Sound, they broke off from fame, started their own place. That place kind of got dilapidated, and in 1978, they, they built this facility. And they ran it until 2011, I think, or mm-hmm. something. And then Cypress Moon came in and bought them out. And... um and they were pretty much just a post-production studio. They just worked on movies and stuff and, and kind of made the place almost like a museum. And um, and then these guys with, with Portside came in and rented out half of the studio and started bringing in bands. And that's kind of how I got to, to join in, which was really cool. All the, I mean, like all the I- iconic stuff is still there. I mean, the, the lounge area where, you know, people like Bob Dylan and Bob Seeger were hanging out yeah. and, bonnie raid and Damn. it's pretty cool
2: so were you recording to tape or digitally or what method did you go we for?
3: because we had so many people involved we just we went straight digital mm-hmm. i mean these I, mean, I i've done projects to tape and um yeah you know i felt like we could get the vibe and the sound we wanted without going you know all the way yeah you know it's expensive
2: yeah it is you know and it uh
3: is. So yeah, for any tr- altruists out there, we did not record the tape, unfortunately. But I've had I've had a couple people come up to me and and say, "Yeah, vintage tape sound, man." Yeah. And I'm I just say, "Cool." Yeah. <laughs> you can achieve it many ways. Yeah, you know, as as long as the vibe is there, yeah. I think people pick up on it, you know.
2: That's cool. And Now you're saying you're working on the next project. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to be probably a few months from now. Or
3: or at the end of the year, yeah. or or maybe even. 2020. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, just
2: no hard it's, dates necessarily. Right yeah, now.
3: I I I, I kind of did that to myself on the last project. I like yeah. set a date and then pushed too hard, and so I I kind of want to take my time on this one and and, and what number see how will this be for you? How
2: many records? have you this will out? be
3: my um. It will be my fourth full length
2: mm-hmm. and my fifth release. Cool. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Getting getting it deep into the game. Well. That's cool. And what can we expect? You said more mellow, singer-songwriter. Yeah,
3: more mellow, a little more, little more lyrical, a little more heartfelt. Probably kind of exposing a little bit. You know, have there been any
2: sort of major life changes for you in that? You know, that are coming through in these songs, or is it? I think my experience going
3: overseas has been a big life change. Personally, has been Mm -hmm. a big changer for me. I mean, I, I, other than my touring in the United States. I mean, I'd never been anywhere, and um, so
2: so maybe some some themes of travel and yeah, there's
3: definitely some travel wander. themes and um, some some longing and and some um, um, you know diverted uh, paths and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, um, you start to you know just the a guy coming into his mid thirties, you know, figuring out maybe not everything. Um, Is worth uh, killing yourself over and just to kind of enjoy life and, and roll with it, yeah. you know? A little
2: bit of that. That sounds good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it, man.
3: Uh, thanks, man. Thank you, Sam.
2: Levi, thank you for being here today. Uh, thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Hey there. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember that you can check out hundreds more at DiddyTV.com. Just click on the podcast tab at the top of the page. And you can explore exclusive conversations with A-list and emerging artists in the Americana and Roots music scene. Just head to DiddyTV.com and click on the podcast tab. Thanks for listening. Most footwear brands use cheaper synthetic materials, but when it comes to quality, mother nature knows best. All birds took that idea and ran with their iconic wool runners. Wool runners are made with premium supernatural materials that are comfy and durable, so you can run to the ends of the earth or just to the store. Plus, they're machine washable. This year, take a big step forward for Mother Nature with Allbirds Wool Runner. Discover your perfect pair today at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot 92%
0: of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? Not just bikes. We also make a rower. Have you ever tried to row? Too hard. Not with Form Assist. It actually teaches you how to row. So it doesn't matter if you're a first-time rower or a seasoned pro. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.